Hey, Rod, are you ready to go balls deep in sports? Shalom, and welcome to another episode of Balls Deep Sports here at the Blackout Test Premium Network uh, podcast, the sports podcast uh, to rule them all. This is another episode where, of course, I'm not alone. I always have my co-host with the co-most in here. It is the homie Jay Trill. Makarif, my Negro. Mm-hmm. Ski-wee. <laughs> Uh, of course, we can't start the show without playing the theme song. How deep? You know how when I go in the ball pit of Cheesy Charlie's and I sink all the way down to the bottom and you can't find me? That deep? That's right, Dad. I'm talking about balls deep. I'm talking about balls deep. I'm talking about balls deep in love. I'm talking about balls deep. I'm talking about positive traits. Give a pound into her feelings. Make her south mouth salivate. Get tired while you're listening. We're not talking, just the tipping. Thank you, Scotty Pippen. No problem. Just here dropping off an application. Players in my day didn't make as much as they do today. Sorry to hear that. Um, where was I? You're talking about balls deep. We're talking about balls deep in love. I'm talking about balls deep. My boy's talking about balls deep. We're talking about balls deep in love. <laughs> yep. Looks like Hulk Hogan went balls deep this week. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's get right into the NFL, you know, we always like to start off and cover the NFL um, right away. So uh, I'll say we go ahead and recap some of these games from last week. Is that cool with you, bro? Cool with me. Uh, first things first, obey your thirst drink, Sprite. Um, all right. Seahawks won last night against the Cardinals. And I don't really have much to say about that game. But we always bring up Thursday night football uh, whenever we start the show, because we do the show on Friday, so yeah, nothing to nothing to see here. Cardinals suck. Uh, Seahawks real good. I think I just though I think it was a good win for Russell Wilson and the Seahawks because uh, people keep talking about how they not that good on the road. Yeah, he got back on track too because he had a couple games where he wasn't like throwing too many touchdowns and he was getting yards on the ground running, but it wasn't like you know super duper crazy. And, you know, he just needed another one of them, like, three touchdown games to sh- shut everybody up. So, they still dangerous. I, I still blame it on the on his receiver team or or the way the defense is playing. I think he manages the game that well to where, like, you know, like we talk about, he's just not trying to have turnovers. Well, when he gets Percy Harvin back, I think that offense is going to get a boost. Uh, so, if people playing fantasy football, if you can get your hands on Percy Harvin now, it's probably the time to do it because he'll be back in like two or three weeks possibly. And, you know, assuming you have a decent team and you can stash him on your bench, I would do it because Dube was putting up MVP numbers last year before he got hurt. Yeah, I don't know if you saw it was a throw last night during the game. Mm-hmm. And um, Russell Wilson had rolled out and rolled to his left and threw this tight spiral for like 40 yards downfield. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, it's just – like you can't teach that. You can't even if it's your first year learning how to throw a football. You you're not gonna be able to do that. He's That's, like a quarterback cyborg. 
you know what i mean like he just does shit and and i don't mean like genetically like oh he he could throw the ball 75 yards i just mean like he keeps making the right decisions like a computer program just every fucking time just about you know it's like okay throw this one away run out of bounds look down okay 40 yard pass you know like it's just it's always you know like when he goes through his progression is you know okay sydney rice isn't open go to tate isn't open up oh, there's my tight end zach miller wide open touchdown like it's he's just he's just a robot man nobody's open pressure coming out of bounds like right he throws the ball like it's just and i watched i was like man he i wish he was just maybe taller so he could get a little more respect mm-hmm. yeah yeah and not black <laughs> uh so last week he likes good enough he gonna get away with it last week the eagles went to uh three and three they went to the play the bucks uh at at tampa bay and uh they won 31 21 nick Foles was uh the, the man of the hour because mike vick didn't play so now we're having a little bit more controversy quarterback controversy talk but uh mike vick is supposedly the starter the coach says he's a starter <laughs> and uh mike vick ruled himself out of this week's game in dallas which i think means a lot because people have been pressing like the nick Foles agenda should the eagles go with him and all this stuff but the way i see it is while we are three and three we still are leading the division so i wouldn't change quarterback unless i really felt that this dude was a superior quarterback because you know we have a chance to still go to the playoffs and you know even with a sorry team uh if you just change quarterback right now it'll be kind of like almost giving up because you'll just be doing it to see if this dude is going to be good for the future um but with mike vick ruling himself oh also nick Foles been playing against sorry competition because they because they were like hype like well when he starts he plays great it's like yeah when he gets in the game against some sorry motherfuckers he, yeah of course he kills him well here's the thing you were actually losing at the half mm-hmm. uh not by you know it's just 17 to 14 but still it's, but it's to the bucks right right um uh, but i will say this uh i will say you were right i was wrong mm-hmm. you cannot have a decent backup quarterback remotely decent people start throwing out there it's your job yeah when like you said he he's not really playing the same competition yeah uh, he's not even asked to do the same things that michael vick was doing now if he if the coach would adjust his game plan and say look vick i just want you to do these same things that Foles has to do it's a classic eagles conundrum like we get the athletic black qb that starts but the game plan is different for him. And then we get the white dude, and all of a sudden we're checking down. We're calling, you know, more run plays, more screens, you know, safer throws, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, you know, in this case, I'm not as – uh it's not as bad as it was with McNabb because, like, there were a few plays with, that they ran for foes where I was like, they would have ran that with Vic. Like, the quarterback keeper by the end zone where he got the touchdown or whatever, Um like – that's definitely a shit that we would have ran for Vic. We would have risked his life to get that <laughs> touchdown too. Yeah, so. but it, that was the one play out of <laughs> Vic. Vic is, you know, is yeah. every fourth play, every, right. <laughs> every six plays. That's true. It's like, why is he diving head first? <laughs> right. It's like, coach, stop putting him in those situations. You know, he can't help himself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I, I thought that, uh, the game went well, man, and, uh, foes played good, but it is the Bucks. The Bucks are 0 5. So I think it's a little too excited. Like people getting a little too excited about foes talking about, should he start over Vic? 
we'll find out this week even though i don't think the cowboys are great it's still one of those better matchups where you know if he goes out there and he blows the cowboys away fine like start him until you know start him until he's not good if that's the case but uh i i think i doubt that he's gonna go out there and just easily you know just deal with the cowboys like it's nothing that you know i think the cowboys for all the jokes that we have and there are tons of jokes the cowboys are still a good team and uh still a dangerous team man um they it, especially if war if where plays where might not play in this game but if where plays uh we could be in some serious trouble so you know the other thing too is with had san francisco not gave alex smith the okie doke with the he's still our starting quarterback yeah everyone probably would still feel a little more comfortable um with you know Philly's coach saying that you know yeah you notice how whenever a quarterback controversy comes up at all in the media now everyone brings up Alex Smith and Kaepernick because it's the first time to me right in recent knowledge I can remember a coach was like no my guy the guy hurt he's our starter and all of a sudden he's not on the team anymore right like it's been a while it's been since like uh Tom Brady uh Drew whatever his name was what the fuck was that dude's name Drew Bledsoe like Drew Bledsoe got hurt and then Tom Brady won them games and it was like well look start you don't get you don't lose your job to injury but you do lose your job to good play I'm sorry brother um the Panthers played the Vikings uh the Panthers had 35 the Vikings had 10 Cam Newton back of course uh here's the thing though and I say this, I hate to say this, honestly. Steve Smith is done. He's done, man. Like, this this Vikings matchup used to be the one you could count on with Steve Smith, where he was going for over 100 yards, maybe more than one touchdown. Steve Smith hasn't had over 60 yards receiving in a game this year. You know, I don't think I like about Steve Smith is he he like to fight on the field. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, I I have no personal qualms with Steve Smith. Steve, if you're listening, uh, you know how I feel about you, man. Um, very cool guy. Don't want no problems. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, he uh just he's done, man. Like I got him on my fantasy team, dude. And this was one of those matchups where they like he gonna get 17 points. And I'm like, all right, I guess this will be the week if he's going to do it. No, it's not happening. It's it's a wrap for this dude, man. He's going to have to, like, prove me wrong on my bench before I start him again, dude. <laughs> well, do you go ahead and release him now to get uh, Harvin? Uh, well, shit, it was, it's, I might. I, some leagues I already got Percy, though. Oh, so, okay. you know, I wouldn't give no advice I don't keep myself. I went and saw Percy out there and made them Steve Harvey eyes. I was like, what? <laughs> Ain't nobody holding on to him? Uh, the Bengals and the Bills, um, don't care. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah. Bengals beat the Bills by set, by three. There you go. I will say though, um, mm-hmm. the Bengals keep winning. I mean, that's, they that's what they do. In a while. That's what they do. Um, you know, under Andy Dalton, they've been doing that. AJ Green. Uh, Giovanni Bernard looks good. Oh, yeah. That dude's a beast. Uh, I, didn't even know, uh, I didn't even watch any of the games last year, so I didn't even know he went to Carolina. Well, see, I watched the Hard Knocks. That's the only reason I know about him. Oh. Yeah, that motherfucker is fast as shit, man. He's little and solid too, man. Yeah. 
yeah uh so yeah giovanni bernard is a beast um lions played the browns i think the big news here even though the lions won is that uh chat uh calvin johnson didn't play yep and that is fucking it up for my man reggie bush because uh you know reggie bush is out here trying to get trying to get these w's and everything <laughs> and get these stats you know he was having one of these years where people were like see it finally after eight years reggie bush got his shit together but uh once they start putting all them uh people in the box you know they handle that eight in the box yeah that eight in the box is a bitch bitch man like <laughs> he can't handle six in the box right <laughs> <laughs> like it's different when you got three dudes kind of eyeing Calvin Johnson out there running them routes, and then they see Reggie Bush coming through. But you know this this shit man was was a little bit more um, intense running the ball for him. Man, he only had seventy eight yards on the ground. Um, you know, first few weeks of the season, he was putting up like one forty five, one fifty, and shit. Um, he did have some some catches, uh, five for fifty seven and a touch. So it wasn't like a terrible fantasy day or anything, but just. You know, running the ball wise, uh, it's it's a little tougher sledding when Calvin Johnson isn't there, man. Are the Browns back to being the Browns though? Uh, let's see. They're three and three. Um, is this their first loss uh since the trade? Yep. I'm not gonna say they're back, but it's close because they lost. Uh, they went back to their normal quarterback. <laughs> Uh, and that's bad. And that dude that got hurt is gone for the season. So it's back to weed and all day, air day. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, the Browns might be done. I mean, but that's what they do, right? <laughs> but I'm, I'm disappointed because I actually was hoping that their plan to fail would fail. Right. Yeah. I was, it was getting to be funny and I hope it continue. I hope it, they will keep winning, but it's just like, if you're going to ask me to bet on the Browns rest of the season, I'm going to bet losses for the rest of the season because it's the Browns. They got Green Bay next week. Uh, Kansas City after that. Yeah, yeah, Uh, they over. It's done. Baltimore. Yes, it's it's a wrap. I don't see them winning again until Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's it's a wrap then. Yeah. But but in all fairness, which games did you see them winning anyway? (laughs) It's a good point, you know. I never saw. I wouldn't have picked them in any of the games. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs beat the Raiders. They're 6-0. The good news is, if you have Peyton Manning in fantasy football, the Chiefs will probably make sure that Peyton Manning is playing in week 14, 15, and 16 of the regular season. Because yep. they continue to win. The bad news is, um, other than Jamal Charles, nobody on this team is worth having in fantasy football. <laughs> Period. Alex Smith is... Uh, such a game managing quarterback, he has completely just stolen the value from Derrick Bowe, <laughs> fantasy football wise, dude. This nigga be get like a good game for Derrick Bowe now is like five for fifty three yards and a touchdown. He used to be a beast, man. Charles is the lead receiver and, and rusher. rusher. <laughs> I hate I hate Alex Smith, man. This motherfucker ended the game with one hundred twenty eight yards and no TDs, and I guarantee you still gonna have people that's like. Yeah, all he does is win. Alex Smith is a good quarterback. <laughs> He's terrible. When they get to the super, to the playoffs, they will go out in the first round again. Man, I'm I'm so disappointed in the Raiders though. Terrell mm. Pryor, what happened, man? Right, only seven points, Terrell. I mean, I guess in all fairness, the Chiefs' defense is Terrell. 
<laughs> like it's pretty. I don't know if you've been watching them at all, but the Chiefs defense not they're no bullshit this year, dude. I, I mean, I, and I get that, but yeah, you trail motherfucking fire. I know, man, but he's like, you know what I liked about this? They took the L, and then the coach was like. Uh, I named Terrell Pryor the starter for the rest of the season. <laughs> like, that is how committed to this dude they are. It's like he went out there, threw three picks, got sacked nine times, had a quarterback rating of 45.7, and the coach is like, that's my quarterback. Like, I don't know why, but, like, whatever's on the bench was, I mean, these dudes let Matt Flynn go. You know what I mean? And Matt, <laughs> Matt Flynn got picked up. Like, they let that dude walk. Like, here's your money. Get the fuck out. We don't want you. It's Terrell prior time, baby. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I dig it, man. You know, I'm pulling for that kid, even though, uh, you know, that was a pretty poor showing against the Chiefs, but the Chiefs are 6 and 0 and the defense is real. You know, we, we skimmed over the Vikings real quick, but, you know, they starting, um, Freeman next week. Yo, they are. I forgot about that. Yeah, they starting Freeman. How terrible is Matt Castle, dog? Did he <laughs> like? And the thing here's the problem with the Matt Castle thing. Matt Castle didn't have a particularly bad game. Okay, he. If I told you this stat line, you would probably go, "Oh, that's Tom Brady without his best receivers or something like that," right? Mm-hmm. Thirty-two for forty-four. 241 yards, a touchdown, and two picks. That sounds like a winning game. That's not bad. Sounds like you could potentially win that game. They got drugged. Yeah, they got smashed. They had seven points for the game. Uh, Adrian Peterson uh, only had 62 yards, um, which, you know, is pretty bad for him. And a lot of people were expecting, like, some type of miracle game because his son died and you know how people are about the f- fantasy football. It's like Brett Favre's father died and he threw 17 touchdowns. So, you know, this is going to be a huge game for Adrian Peterson. And uh, it turned out to just be, uh, you know, a normal game where the other team put 12 in the box. I was going to say, at the end of the day, it's still 8-10 <laughs> in the box. <laughs> yeah, it's Matt Castle. Like, what? A, why are we worried? Um, so yeah, it was, it was one of those games, man. But yeah, I, I think, uh, it's just funny that how, like, how much they really, really want to play Freeman. Have you ever seen a quarterback that's jobless (laughs) and get a job and start the next, within a week of getting hired? Hey, man. Could you imagine? Going to Apple and being like, you know, yeah, I'm a sales associate at the uh, local mall, Apple store. Yeah, how'd you lose your last job? Uh, I got fired. They leaked my drug test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, said I, they took me off a of team captain. Yeah. Said I was lazy. Um, hmm. Uh, I guess we can make you manager. Uh, you want to go through our two-week manager? The thing is, they remember when they first got him, they were like, you know, maybe in a month when he learns the playbook, he'll be starting. <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. And not even two full weeks. Not, yeah, was, like, they picked him up on, like, a Wednesday. They, they Like, they couldn't start him because, like, the next game was, like, Thursday or, 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 or Sunday or whatever. And then one more week of Matt Castle, and they was like, all right, dog, it's your job. <laughs> that just, wow. Wow. And I, I'm rooting for the dude. No offense, Shirley, Shirley Wong, but I'm rooting for the dude because – Nothing would warm my heart more than to watch him 
ball the fuck out while the bucks suck listen do you think he went before he left and said till you buy do right by me <laughs> right <laughs> shino he probably mis mis uh, pronounced his name yeah. and everything Chucky <laughs> boy whatever you want to go by <laughs> till you do right by me everything you touch is gonna crumble and then Greg Shiano was like get him out of my sight oh um, all of a sudden Mercer <laughs> right now you now yeah now people are dying in the locker room from flesh-eating viruses and shit uh who else we got uh you still as jets um i don't really care about this game to be honest uh because these teams both are so terrible to watch to me mm-hmm. and i know that people are gonna be like oh no jets got a good defense um no man <laughs> Just no, I the, I'm not a fan. The, the Jets got a good defense. Still, put up they put up more <laughs> points this week against than they have all year, dude. But they like the Jets do make some good. Like this was a bad outing for them, but they have had some good defensive efforts for the Jets. But I just can't watch their football. It's so like <laughs> unpredictable. You know what I mean? Like. You know how, like, even when a bad, even when a quarterback's having a bad game, you can see what they was trying to do with 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 the play calling and shit that they do uh, for New York. I don't know what the fuck is going on half the time. I'm just like, is Geno Smith making a great pass, or was that play just fucked up from the start? That's the thing. It's you can't even really put this on Geno because it's the same plays that Sanchez was having to deal with. Yeah, and it's like, well, is what Sanchez really that terrible? Well, some shit goes on Gino, like when he be getting them safeties and shit. I mean, boy, well, he didn't run backwards this week. <laughs> that nigga be having them comical ass sacks. <laughs> he did. He did run backwards into the end zone this week. <laughs> this nigga will run back thirty yards and take a sack, man. I'm like, what are you doing? He be trying not to get hit, man. Step up like, in that pocket and throw that shit away, like, Gino. Not my face. Yeah, <laughs> not my face. <laughs> Gino, Gino, like, come on, I already look stupid. Y'all gonna have me out here looking ugly too? Oh man, not my face, dog. <laughs> the Packers beat the Ravens, but at what cost? God damn, <laughs> they broke Randall Cobb's leg. They fucked up James Jones. Like these niggas, <laughs> they was in there bruising. You would have thought Ray Lewis was back, dog. They was hurting the shit out them dudes over the middle, man. Hey. <laughs> Hey, this is what the NFL wanted, man. Yeah, yeah, they wanted people to go low. Uh, although I do find it funny that now that motherfuckers are getting their legs hit and shit, <laughs> people try to act like it's the first time ever anybody got a leg injury in the NFL and shit. Like, niggas was breaking their legs last year too, man. And that's why receivers have been like, no, hit me in the head, please. Yeah, I'll take one in the head. I'll take a concussion, please. I can come back from that in two, three weeks. All, all jokes aside, though, right? If yeah. You going across the middle, and somebody coming to hit you. Which one are you preferring, though? If it's you, well, personally, I would rather get hit in the head, um, but just out of the sheer pain of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But here's the thing: Have you had a concussion before? (laughs) I haven't. No. Right. I have. (laughs) It's not as simple as what we just said you know what i'm saying <laughs> like in my like just as a sheer gut feeling it's like man just hit me in my head when i had that concussion dude i was throwing up 
i couldn't walk straight i was fucked up like i i got home they wouldn't let me sleep but like the only thing i wanted to do was sleep but they was like if you do that shit you can get to a coma and shit um also um my head swole up for for a few days had tried to wear a hat in school um they wouldn't let me so i took my hat off everybody's like damn um and then the last thing is i had symptoms from my concussion for years and by years i mean out past college and i and i got this concussion when i was probably like 15 16 so like from 15 to probably 25 or so i had concussion syndromes and that was like sensitivity to light uh migraines during exertion um uh, I had a, a, a sensitivity to overexertion. Like if I played basketball and I got too like worked up or something like that, I could start feeling like one of my arms would get a little bit like numb, tingly feeling. And that would be like the first sign that I was about to get like these migraines later. And I would have to take like ibuprofen, lay in the bed. And when you have that kind of migraine, you can't really go to sleep like you wish you could. Yep. But you can't go to sleep and all light hurts like shit. So, like I said, on the one hand, in my gut, I'll be like, just hit me in my head. But after 10 years of concussion syndrome, <laughs> yeah, man, just break my leg, dog. I can get back from this in four weeks. Four weeks to a month, you know, six weeks at the most. I'll be back on the field and I'll live to 40 and I won't forget, you know, like one day I won't be going to work and forget my name and shit like that so you know it's a tough decision to make and i know these wide receivers think that they you know they got it all figured out they want to get hit in the head but it, it, they're not weighing it that way they're not weighing the concussion part of it you remember when willie beeman would change the plays in the huddle yeah because he just didn't know him yeah i'm changing the play if you send him across the middle yeah I'm, not no. going. <laughs> I'm running that randy mouse randy <laughs> mouse audible hand up <laughs> you know what i'm saying it does make it does make a lot more sense though when you think about the eagles receivers <laughs> it was like nah i'm good donovan <laughs> just throw the pick just throw the pick bro it ain't it ain't that serious who called this play yeah <laughs> andy oh yo <laughs> ross you know you know what to do Vic. you know you know what to do make alligator arms <laughs> um so yeah you got the packers and the ravens um not much to say for the Ravens. I mean, they're three and three. That's not good. Um, a lot of people keep blaming this shit on Flacco because he got paid, but I don't know, man. Like to me, he always was this kind of quarterback. If you don't give Ray Rice the ball 20 plus times, right. you will lose the game because Flacco is not supposed to be out there throwing fucking 35, 40 times in the game. I can't say it enough. Like, but people just feel like he got that Super Bowl contract, so now you're supposed to go out there and throw the fucking ball 40 times a game, and it's stupid. Give Ray Rice the ball 20 to 25 times a game, and you won't lose. You know how many times he got the ball this game? 14. Of course you lost. Man, Flacco need to give uh, Ed Reed, Suggs, all them boys, uh, Ray Lewis, a little extra money. Like, I appreciate that getting me this million. Because mm-hmm. with with Ray Lewis and them in the game, the Packers would have got 19. Right. They'd have been held to, to a touchdown and two field goals. Yeah. You know, a touchdown and a field goal. And, I mean, and the thing is, I like his receiving core. I like Torrey Smith. That's uh, an excellent receiver. Yeah, I like uh, Brown, that kid. And I like, um, even though he's not healthy, Jacoby Jones. Uh, I'm a big fan of him, man. But it's 
is is just a matter of he's not that guy like he's just not the dude that needs to throw it a whole bunch and here's the other thing they want to blame Facco. if not him somebody else would have got that money on the team yeah somebody you win a super bowl somebody's getting paid that's just point blank whoever wins mvp somebody gonna get a big payday and the other thing is y'all act like these the owners can't afford to, to pay this money right yeah, like like you know, no, you want both receivers. Go ahead and pay them that money. Yeah, wasn't it Bolden? Wasn't they receiver Bolden? Bolden, yeah, they let Bolden go. They probably could have paid him. Get know? Bolden that money. You know what? Because especially if you're saying we're a Super Bowl contender team, we can win again if we keep our core. Mm-hmm. They pay to keep your core. Let's see what happens. Like you look at some of these, like you look at the losses and shit that they had. Like he had a game where he threw the ball fifty times. Why? For who? For what? I guarantee Ray Rice ain't touched that ball about 10 times that game. And they have a nice line. Yeah, just get a ball to Ray Rice. Why is it so complicated? I feel like if this is one of those teams that if we all play Madden with them, they go 13-3 every season because all of us would just be like, I'm going to just give Ray Rice the ball 27 times and win the the game. Yeah, I'm not going to start passing it to the fourth. Right. Yeah, I'm not just going to go out here and throw the ball 50 times with Flacco. That's stupid. Because our receivers are that nice that we can move the ball mm-hmm. downfield. And, again, they have a nice line. It's not like you seeing Flacco getting hit five, ten times a game. Yep. Surprise of the week. Texans lost to the Rams. I'm not surprised. At home. I I, I got to I I admit, I, I'm a bit surprised, man. I thought the Texans were going to be one of those teams that was going to, like, Struggle at 500 for most of the season, try to make a run near the end of the year. But they're already two and four, six weeks into the season. And they just lost their starting quarterback. Matt Schaub, you know, is probably going to be hurt for a couple of weeks. And he was already throwing pick sixes every week. Uh, TJ Yates got in the game, threw a pick six just to keep it up, you know, keep up uh, <laughs> the streak. <laughs> right. You know, he couldn't even want to interrupt the flow. And uh, they won't even start him. They're gonna start some dude named Case Kasem or some shit next week. Right. Next week, Yates showed why you shouldn't have been booing Shaw and you shouldn't have been burning his jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also showed why Freeman was a great pickup for Minnesota. Yep, yep. When they start Casey Kasem top forty uh, next week, dog, it's gonna be um pretty bad. How long Shano got bad. his job? How long Shano? Think he finishes the season? Greg from the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no way does that dude make it past the first week of of playoffs. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The coaches that they fire, they wait till the to the season over, they fire you right away. I don't think he finishes the season. How do, do they fire coaches mid season in the NFL? Yeah. I'm trying to think how often that happens. Because I mean, I'm not saying he shouldn't be the exception. I was just wondering if there was a precedent for this. It's just more college that does it. I can't. I think the last. You know what though? I want to say the last time a coach got fired during the Owen something season. Singletary. Was it Singletary? I think it was Singletary. I think he got fired during the season. I was because I was gonna say maybe the Colts coach when they went Owen what at sixteen. Did that dude get fired in the middle of the season? And it shouldn't have counted because that was the year that didn't they lose? <laughs> yeah, they lost on purpose. Right. <laughs> All that shit, and then you still ain't gonna be the coach when they get so, the pick. So him and um. I don't think Singletary finished that season for uh, San Francisco. Yeah, I'm not sure, man. I, it can't be, ha- but I know it doesn't happen a lot. But yeah, yeah I don't see him finishing the season. Jaguars played the Broncos. Broncos bust their ass. I mean, 
the big news here is the Jaguars actually scored 19 points, uh, <laughs> which is like more than the other games combined. So good for you guys. Way to score 19 points and beat the Vegas spread, but still took that ass with an 0 and 6. Yep. Seahawks beat Titans. Uh, not much to say there. Um, yeah, not much to say. I, I will say though, two games with a short amount of time period, Seahawks look good. Yeah, yep. Seahawks are beast, man. Um, they're having fun in the locker room, man. That's the only way I can explain it. Pete Carroll is having, they having fun in that locker room. He running it just like USC. It seems like it seems like a fun, upbeat team. Uh, they're very young too. The Saints and the Patriots. This is one of those games where the Saints lost in a last second, like touchdown to the, for the Pats. Totally blew it. Mm-hmm. But Tom Brady is not quote unquote back. Tom Brady will be back when he starts having good fantasy football games. Fantasy football is the best way to measure a player's individual <laughs> talent in the known universe. I'm sorry, but it's true. People like uh K Bad and me, we've been going back and forth for the last couple of weeks. Uh K Bad from the Hot Five Starter Podcast. Cause I was saying like Tom Brady needs good receivers like every other quarterback ever. Like no quarterback is great if they don't have or they won't put up great numbers if they don't have at least some decent receivers out there. He's not immune. They lost Wes Welker. Danny Amadola can't finish a game to save his fucking life. <laughs> and then you get hurt like every he's like, Oh, I'm gonna just sit sit the rest of this game out, man. Um it's quarter one. I know, man. I my shoe. I tripped over my shoelace. Um, Gronkowski been out for six weeks now. Hopefully, he come back next week. My mom says I can play. <laughs> yeah, the other the, they got Kimbrell Thompson who was a rookie. They they cut Zach Sudfeld. They they struggle. They are they struggle a bit, and there's nothing wrong with that. But Tom Brady's not immune. He's been having some subpar games. So when they won this game on the last play. K-Bad hit me up like, see, Tom Brady, man, I told you. And I said, what, told me what? This was not a good game. 25 for 43 for Tom Brady? That's not good. Yeah, we said he was trash back when he was playing on Cincinnati that week. Yeah, that's bad, man. 269, one touchdown, one in. That's not a Tom Brady game. Like, why are we lowering the bar so far for Tom Brady? And. And if he would have been out here throwing like four touchdowns in one pick, I would have been like, yep, that's Tom Brady all day. That's what he does, just gets it done. This is not it. And I will say his receivers dropped a few passes in mm-hmm. the hands. The rest just like he's reaching. Yeah, some of these passes are not close to the dudes either. And nobody want to talk about it. Yep, they'll only highlight the one or two. Yeah, that was in in somebody's hands. Um, right, they show the one. Right, they show the ones where it's like, oh, that Kimbrell Thompson with another drop. You're like, well, let me look at the whole game. Some of these passes are five yards away from the guy. And I don't know if you, I don't, I don't know if you ever just even played football yeah. with, with a quarterback that can actually throw the ball. Mm-hmm. And some of those passes, he throws the ball entirely too hard for right. the distance that the receiver is. It's like. Dude, I'm five yards away from you. You do not have to throw this hundred right. mile per hour fastball <laughs> at me to try to squeeze it in here. Even with the gloves, you're not catching it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nobody's catching it. And that's and it's kind of that Brett Favre thing where they used to be like, he, you know, oh, he could sling the football in there. Yeah, but he's he did he never slung it at guys 
right there on the line right. <laughs> that he could whisper to. Uh, and that's something I've noticed Tom Brady trying to fit these like super passes in there. It's like, nah, you don't. Yeah, like, and you don't have the personnel for it no more. This is when you talk about practice. Right. <laughs> Not the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 49ers beat the Cardinals. Nothing to see here. Kaepernick doing good. Not even impressed. With Vernon Davis kill, killed him. Eight receptions, 180 yards, two touchdowns. That's crazy. Yeah, um, that, that, and that, and that's not Kaepernick. That's Vernon Davis. <laughs> right, right. The Washington football team <laughs> beat the Cowboys. I mean, lost to the Cowboys 31-16. Although this game felt a lot closer than it was because it felt like the Redskins were in the game until the end of the game. And then suddenly, like, they just kept going three and out, three and out, three and out. And the Cowboys just eked out a win. Man, you know what I realized too? Is that our hype machine is almost as good as the Cowboys. Mm. It's uh, up there. Cause I don't know if you noticed, like, even those years before we got RG3, mm-hmm. every year, if you'll notice the Redskins fans would be like, oh yeah, they going to the playoffs this year. This the year. Mm-hmm. This the year. This our Super Bowl year right here. This our Super Bowl year. We go get Deion Sanders. Oh, we got Deion. We got prime time. This our Super Bowl year. You know, just every year. And I was like, we trash all those years, and we we trash now. Oh, yeah, I've been saying it, man. I th- I always thought the Redskins hype machine was up there with uh was up there with the Cowboys, man. It's not the same, obviously. The Cowboys oh, are nobody's on their level. Yeah, no <laughs> nobody can fuck with the Cowboys hype machine, but like the Redskins do have like you know one of those owners too that makes like just the right move to make you think everything gonna be different. You know what I mean? Well, yep. It's just like, hey, man, prime time. You're like, prime time is 40. Huh? <laughs> Why not? You know, uh, and then this season, man, I was telling somebody because they were like, Redskins fans are so obnoxious this year. They were terrible. I hate talking to Redskins fans. I'm glad they're losing. Fuck them, blah, blah, blah. They overrated. And I was like, this was the year, though, that I felt like it was justified. <laughs> this the one year you could be like a healthy RG3. Yeah. You, you, everybody thought RG3 would be healthy. Everybody thought Alfred Morris would be running the ball. Yep. Everybody thought the defense could not be worse than last year. Why wouldn't you be excited? If it was my team, I would have been excited going into this season. And they hype up Shanny. Yeah. I would have been excited, man. So, I mean, all the commercials and shit with him, I'm coming back. You know, uh, he said stronger he than healthy. ever. Look, not only did the um, everyone else say he was healthy, he said he was healthy. Mm-hmm. He said he was ready to play. Yeah, I so. believed you. He didn't pull the dick rose. He didn't say, "Uh, you know, I gotta wait, gotta see how things go." He was like, "No, I'm ready to play. Let's go." Yep. Uh, Chargers beat the Colts. I'm just laughing at Andrew Luck, man. That's all. You yeah, know, I was, I was, I, he needed to lose again because people were starting to talk too crazy. <laughs> Shit, like, is he the MVP? Peyton Man is the MVP, dog. They said it was better than Peyton. Yeah, this is not a conversation to be had. And when the Colts are getting their ass drugged this weekend, when Manning go in there and throw seven touchdowns because Jim <laughs> Ursay can't shut his fucking mouth, don't forget that Andrew Luck is has a long way to go before he's Peyton Manning, dog. That's all. It doesn't make him terrible or great or whatever. He's just a good young quarterback that is going to win some games. He's going to struggle some games. I think the team in general is better than people give it credit for. They did beat the 49ers and the Seahawks. But at the t- same time, 
Andrew Luck is just a man. And most importantly, Trent Richardson is exactly who the Browns thought he was. Uh, Trent Richardson not, not blowing up over here. Well, he only got 10 carries though. Uh, let's talk. Well, no, I'm not talking about this one game. I'm talking about all the games with Indy. 13 for 35, 20 for 60, 18 for 56, 10 for 40. 10 for 40 is his most yards per carry average uh, out of the four games he's played with the Colts. That was four yards. 2.7, 3.0, 3 3.1. That's terrible. I had to look and see what the previous running back was doing before I say... I'm, I'm, I'm just great, saying, but it's know, better than the production from the other running back. But here's the thing, though. Okay, before you even before we even go there, they didn't just get him to do what the previous running back did. They got him because they thought he was a legit running back that was going to make a difference. Just by putting lining him up in the backfield, his talent was going to make a difference for them. If the system not set up the way any running back is going to be successful, you. I don't, it doesn't matter who you put back there. Last year they had a couple dudes able to be successful. Right, but were they running a different system where luck wasn't passing as much or they, they mm-hmm. all plays and the system was kind of geared towards a running game to protect their rookie starting quarterback, whereas now mm-hmm. it's set up to where it's more just to be able to protect the pass and they don't they don't run block well. You know um, I mean? Yeah, it's possible, man, yeah. but I, I don't know, dog. I <laughs> that feels kind of like a force. I'm I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying I'd have to look at the production of the previous running back. I know the year they was owing whatever. Yeah, I know that nobody had good yards. Right, but I'm just saying, like throwing wise, Andrew Luck threw more last season than this season. Like a lot more. Okay, like he had more than one game of throwing the ball fifty times, and then like. Uh, a, a handful of games throwing the ball over 40 times too. This year, I think, let's see. Yeah, he's had the ball. He's, he's only gone over 30 twice. It's just hard. He's to gone believe. over 40 once. It's just hard to believe the Browns actually made a good decision. I know, man. But, <laughs> like, right. That's like, what I was thinking too, man. You know, like, I, I'm, it's hard for me to believe that. So I have to argue against. <laughs> Dude, I, like, I don't Indiana. say this. I don't say this lightly because I thought they got a steal. Getting Richardson for a draft pick. And I look at his stats and I was like, wait a minute, dog. Why, why, maybe this is why they let him go. They was like, this dude ain't a difference maker. Nobody says the Browns made a good decision. Right. <laughs> and I, and I refuse to be part of that. I, I hate to say but it, I, but I they might, might have. have. They might have. Yeah. Cause I'm looking at Richardson first two games with the Browns this year, uh, 47, first game and 58. Yep. Yeah, this is he might be whack, man. He might be some shit. Like I really can't believe I was walking around like I can't believe they pulled this trade off. And turns out this dude might be some shit. Uh oh, uh not much to see here, but Ryan Matthews had a big game, twenty two carries, hundred and two yards. Uh trade him if you have him in fantasy. <laughs> trade him. That's not happening again. Uh and Keenan Allen it continues to be a sneaky dude. Like that dude has uh like had 300 yard games in a row at this point um so he should be picked up in every fantasy football that's the three games they won too right yeah mm-hmm. so uh, philip man you know what philip going against these young boys stealing his shine he don't like that <laughs> he that's, back 
That's Philip. That's Philip angry this season. Yeah, he just needed to be motivated. But next year, don't pick up this. This is your early one of fantasy football. Don't pick up Philip next year. Right. Yeah. You if you didn't get him right now, you missed out. Yeah. Like you can't get him right now for the rest of the season. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. This is like that season when Brett Favre went off in Minnesota. Everybody was like, "He back, y'all!" And then they drafted him first next year, and he was like. Yeah, I'm back to sucking. Let me throw these picks. Yeah, pick up Freeman from Minnesota for next year. <laughs> right. You know, or if you don't have, if you if you can't get uh, Rivers now, get Freeman. Yeah, because uh, he will be a good pickup. I I honestly believe he'll that, be a good. That pickup should be an award: the veteran quarterback that has the inexplicably good year award. Because <laughs> that happens every year. It's always one veteran quarterback that just puts it together for a season. And you like, yo, man, Kurt Warner is back. And then <laughs> two tackles later, you like, yo, he done for the for career, man. He retiring. Uh Brandon Marshall got fined ten thousand five hundred dollars for wearing green shoes. Yeah, why wouldn't he would go ahead and wear pink? This is what's funny. The green shoes were supposed to be for mental health awareness week. It's not NFL approved though. They doing pink all this, all this. It's all just this. ironic, I guess. You know what I mean? Like a player took the initiative because you know he's actually lived with some mental health issues and like started getting like uh, therapists and like you know talking to people and like it's helping him. I think he was diagnosed as like bipolar or something like that or manic depressive, one of those two. And it's funny because <laughs> the NFL was like, "Uh, that's not what we own." So fuck that charity and the people that need to be aware of mental health. We about this breast cancer right now, bro. So put the pink shoes back on and shut the fuck up. You know what else is crazy? So like the out of the gear that they sell, like only eight percent is going to actual breast cancer charities. Right. Out of so if they sell like a hundred something dollar jersey. Yeah. Not even eight dollars is going to that charity. Yep. So he got he tweeted out the letter and everything. Um, that's gonna be another fine, ten thousand five hundred dollars. And they told him this before he wore the shoes that he would be fine, but he was like, "I don't care." So anyway, um, I mean, I mean, he getting more attention than he would have by the fine, the tweet, not the letter. Did you know Eric Decker is getting a reality show? Who is he? You don't know who Eric Decker is? No. The wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, um, white dude. Oh, I don't, you know, I don't keep up with Peyton. If they lose, then I'll be like, oh, I can't, I have to look then to see who played for Denver. Yeah. Other than that, I, they gonna keep winning. Yeah, it's, he's getting on, uh, Eric Decker is married to Jesse James, who is a singer, because they're possibly the hottest husband and wife combo in sports. She's hot. Yeah, she's, she's very pretty. Um, I'm trying to put a picture in the chat room for people. Shouts out to my white woman. I'll, I'll put it on the screen. You can click that link and see what they look like together on the beach um but uh she got an ass though it's gonna be called the show's gonna be called eric and jesse game on uh okay uh yeah okay uh the show premiered last night at 10 p.m when the patrons were playing the falcons so decker probably didn't even watch his own show or um but yeah that they're gonna have a game on uh, here's a little video preview. Let me see if I can play it for everybody in the chat room. Ow. Anywhere you go, you get recognized. I mean, we are in love. 
Oh, that's a commitment. Do you think I'm pretty? You guys think that we're intense. Imagine what it's like behind closed doors. Eric and Jesse, Game On. Series premiere, September 29th, only on E! All I'm going to say is this. This is the kind of information that I need before I make my fantasy football picks for the year. Because if I had known this shit... Eric Decker wouldn't be on any of my teams. <laughs> it explains why he's dropping the ball so much and Wes Walker is eating his fucking lunch every day on the field, getting all the passes, all the passes. This dude yep. got a reality TV show on the brain. Yep. What a fucking idiot. More than a reality TV show. He's thinking about her. Mm-hmm. But what he need to be thinking about is if I don't get these checks, she, she not going to around. Yeah. I need to catch these balls. Woman like that don't don't can't stand a broke man. <laughs> can't stand them. It's like I didn't get in this for this. Yep. Shayana Jenkins. And that's a woman that'll stick with a broke man. Oh, Shayana. You can just tell from the name. Shayana Jenkins. Thunder sound just like somebody that'll stick with you through thick and thin. I think her nickname SJ. It probably is. Shay Shay. It probably uh yeah. Shay J. She dropped the law in front mm-hmm. of La Shayana. <laughs> well, Shayana Jenkins is the girlfriend or former girlfriend, I guess, of Aaron. Har- I mean, oh. Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, Aaron Hernandez. Um, and she's going to get in trouble letting a thug bring her down, her pretty brown self. I mean, she do got a nice weave. Like so many of our sisters. See, I like to call him Aaron. Via the Globe, Boomberg said that a request of Hernandez on June 18th, a day after Lloyd's murder, Jenkins went to the basement of the couple's home in North Attleboro, collected a box, put it in a black plastic bag, covered it with baby clothes, and then using her sister's car, tossed the box in a dumpster. When questioned at the grand jury hearing about her actions, Bloomberg said Jenkins testified that she had no memory of where she went or where she tossed the box away. She gonna go to jail for this nigga. If she admitted that she was high, could that help? Like, I was high when I did that I really don't remember. That I, I feel like uh, that excuse probably would get her in more trouble. It's like, so you say you did it? I'm saying I was high. Right. I, that's what I'm saying. Right. So you're saying that uh, you were doing illegal drugs? Yes. 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 I was doing illegal drugs. Charge me on doing illegal drugs. Like, <laughs> Not accessory to so, this murder. So illegal drugs and accessory to murder. No. Because we adding it. Like, I feel like <laughs> it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not a trade. <laughs> like the only way she could get a trade is by actually being like, I could take you to the box. <laughs> I can, look, I can take you to the box, but y'all gotta just get me off on smoking some weed. <laughs> look, that and hide me, because mm-hmm. this because Aaron will be home soon. Uh, I'm high, man. That's I'm I'm high. <laughs> I don't remember, man. I was, I was fucked up. I'm high. Uh, you pol- saying I did what? <laughs> <laughs> How you I'm just going how you just gonna accuse me of some shit like that, man? You know I'll be smoking weed and shit. Uh, a box? Who? No, nothing about no motherfucking 
accessories to to murder man i don't even have a license what you mean yeah. i drove somewhere i don't even like wearing accessories like earrings and chains right and you gonna call me some accessories to murder come on man a black bag are you racist now that don't even sound like me <laughs> yeah she going to jail i only get the glad flex bags that's white <laughs> i hate to see a pretty chick go to jail too i don't know why it's sexist of me but if she was ugly, I'd be like, yeah, she was, she was doing what she had to do to keep that man. Eyebrows was looking good too. Right. Pretty chick, I'd be like, man, she could have got with somebody else. You see them lips? She had options. Did you see them lips? Although, there's a good case to be made if what she wants mouth, to. What that mouth do? She could easily say, Aaron Hernandez calls you and tells you to do something. <laughs> you <laughs> do it. <laughs> that like that's a good that's as good as use as any if she like she probably could get out of jail free by being like listen i was scared for my motherfucking <laughs> life what if y'all niggas would have let him out on bail now i got to tell him i ain't put the box up no i will take you to the box let's go i'll show you exactly why i dropped the box off but i need y'all to understand i can't go to jail and he can't ever get out. You understand? Wait, you uh, recording man. this? Oh no, I this, no, this this not even me yeah, talking right Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want one of them voice modulators, and you need to pick on my face. <laughs> I'm gonna be up in court talking about it was your work, girl. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not dying for y'all. What if he escaped? You gonna kill me first? Speaking of killing people. Police arrested a confessed killer of a Texas fisherman, Jimmy Johnson. That's right, y'all. Fishing is a sport, and we cover it on Balls Deep. Who knew? Jimmy Johnson got shot dead by the good for nothing who was stealing his bass boat from his bass boat in the parking lot of a Motel Six in Jackson, Mississippi. It's like the beginning of a blues song. <laughs> Johnson had gone to check on the boat Sunday night when he was shot in the face. In the face. <laughs> well, you know. He's a little red-faced anyway. <laughs> the only thing the guy could see at night. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> he got a red face. That's what you see. Uh, yeah, maybe he shouldn't have had, uh, maybe he got shot by a fish. It was out for revenge. Yep. It was out there. It's like, you killed all my people. It's like, catch and release, motherfucker. Catch and release. And why was he go- randomly going to check on his boat? Yeah, in the middle of the night. Right. Like, what? <laughs> Was he really going to randomly check on his boat, or was he making a drug deal? Yeah, in the middle of Motel 6. Could have been possible. The 56-year-old from Ganado, Texas, was among the leaders of the Bass Central Open Standings, which included many of the sport's top pros. He was in Jackson with his wife in preparation for an open that begins Thursday. Security video picture uh, captured a picture of a black man at the scene. Police sought and found one. Name of Sean Brown, who's 17. <laughs> they said, any nigga would do. <laughs> it's Mississippi, y'all. It's Mississippi. Sean Brown, who, who was in his house playing Xbox all night. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Like, when you, the fact you said it's a black dude, what the fuck is he going to do on a boat? <laughs> what was he stealing? <laughs> right. What was he stealing? <laughs> on a boat? Oh, man. He was like, I get some money for these reels. I'm gonna pawn these, <laughs> right. pawn these bad. Was he gonna pull the boat down the street? I'm gonna pawn these lures, dog. <laughs> About to get paid off these night crawlers. 
Was he gonna was he gonna peel the, the leather seats off of the boat? Yeah, what was he gonna do with a boat? With, <laughs> and it wasn't even still in the boat. It was right. just shit off the boat. <laughs> Come on, a black dude. Uh, a black dude see a boat, he like, what the fuck I'm gonna do with that? Right. That's like a crime that no nigga would ever do. <laughs> Now, if they said he was by the car. Right. If they say he was trying to steal the truck that the boat was attached to, I'd be like, that makes sense. <laughs> but stealing a boat, like, he probably yeah. can't even swim. Who wrote this story? Who wrote- <laughs> come on, police. You got to come on. He was arrested Wednesday, three days after the shooting. Police say he confessed to killing Jimmy Johnson after a few hours of beatings. <laughs> <laughs> They're holding him without bond. <laughs> oh, man. Man, if I was a judge. And they brought this case to me. I'd be like, "Get the fuck out of my courtroom and come back with the real, with the real uh, killer." Okay. Yeah, man. Go yeah. solve this crime, detectives. Stop playing. Go get first forty-eight and go solve this crime. Sounds like he died in a crappy way. Maybe he need to, uh, you know. But I guess you really can't flounder around when you uh, <laughs> on somebody's boat trying to steal shit. You gotta get out of there, man. Oh, um, I bet you next time he won't go see. What's going on? <laughs> kind of like that lady last week. Want to see shit? Right, exactly. <laughs> oh man! But uh, I feel like this is a victory for fish everywhere. They're like we got we got one, y'all. Fish one. Uh, humans seven billion four hundred million. You know, <laughs> it's like the, the fish ain't doing too good in the war. But uh, I feel like they, you know, they got at least one in this one, man. You think Jimmy Johnson nicknamed Catfish? Jimmy, yeah, he got Catfish. Jimmy Catfish Johnson? <laughs> he, he got Catfish. It's going to be Catface now. Um, But yeah, man, I feel sorry for this dude, man. It's just, uh, it's sad to see somebody's life come to a tragic end like yeah, that. Murder, murder is never funny. Except, it isn't. Except on this show. Yeah. You know, stories like that just reel you in. <laughs> <laughs> hook line and sinker every time mm-hmm. yeah like i saw this i said it hooked me right away you know what it's and we're not even trying to look for any type of bait yeah i'm not trying to cast dispersions okay i'm just just saying that's tragic what happened to this man i just hope that black dude is caught and released just catching, <laughs> just catching release you know there's no, there's no need to keep him <laughs> Yeah, they gotta let him go. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it'll be inhumane <laughs> to just keep him. Let him go, police. He didn't do shit. He just <laughs> minded his business. He just took the bait that was already out there. Yeah. And how are you gonna incarcerate this man? Yeah, catfish Johnson, the one came down there <laughs> checking on the boat, so dangling, possibly. dangling all his, dangling all his equipment out there in front of. The you know a black man in the streets. Of course he tried to take a bite, take a little nibble. Had to pop a cork in him. Um. All right. So, uh, Rex Ryan uh, told his players to rest their legs through for the you know through the light this week after they lost to the Steelers. The the players all assume that it means uh you you can't fuck. Actually, the phrase that the Daily News relayed from Josh Cribbs was, quoting the coach, don't do nothing with your wife. Don't do nothing for your wife. So I guess that means uh, 
when you say don't do nothing for your wife you don't clean up no going to the mall no carrying grocery bags maybe that what was he mean i don't know but i i probably would deliberately fuck that morning just because he said not to mm-hmm. um my vision is a little better after i get some i can right. you know i can see clearer sometimes it like loosens up the hip muscles and you know the legs and right. the arms i'm stretched at this point right like i'm a little more limber it's what does he mean don't i mean yeah. rex don't play with the toes don't play with the feet right it's what yeah why don't you just get back to sucking some feet and leave the sex to the to the real men, okay, buddy? You know, maybe then the play calling will get a little better. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should work on the team's footwork. Right. <laughs> oh, Rex. <laughs> maybe stop trying to keep the team on their toes <laughs> and worry about your own toes, all right, bro? Yeah, don't get some. What you mean, don't get some? That's the thing about a coach like him. You give him a foot, he take a mile. <laughs> um, you, my favorite dude in sports right now is Dana White. Earlier this week, you know, he's like the UFC, uh, like CEO or whatever. Earlier this week, UFC featherweight Conor McGregor raised some eyebrows with a sexually suggestive tweet aimed at women bantamweights, Maisha Tate and Ronda Rousey. After the two caught a significant amount of backlash, after the tweet caught a significant amount of backlash from fans and the media, McGregor deleted it and posted an apology on Facebook. At the scrum following the media day preceded Saturday, UFC 166, uh, Dana White addressed the I- issue. White was not only disappointed with McGregor individually, but had a larger point for the rest of the roster regarding the use of social media. And this is why he's my favorite dude. What? I, I mean, so the one guy was just trying to get his hollow on, right? Uh, he, I guess he tweeted something sexually explicit about his coworkers. A female co-worker, though, right? Mm-hmm. Were they at work when it happened? Uh, I mean, technically they they were. I mean, he sounds like he was on Twitter and not, like, actually... I mean, it's a her. it's a fine line, obviously, you know. It's like, yeah, I don't think you could tweet something to your co-worker sexually explicit. Um, and, like, well, you could, but if she, like, told HR, you probably would get in trouble for it. Cause y'all still work together at the end of the day. I was talking about another. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I can see. The, I'm just saying. I can see the argument. I'm not saying. I. I'm sure the shit happens all the time, and nobody says anything in a lot of real life situations. But these motherfuckers so famous. I. You know, people were just like, "That's not right." You know, it. It would be like if he's just trying to get him some pussy, man. Just right. Well, uh, this is what my man uh, uh, Dana White had to say. I talked to both Maisha and Rhonda, and both of them were like, whatever, not a big deal. He apologized, and before I knew he had even written an apology, I said he will apologize to you, but he already had. He likes both of them and respects them. These guys try to be fucking funny on Twitter. I just love that he cusses. I mean, his. I feel like he could whoop their ass so he can say what he want to say. Right. He's the CEO. I'm sure all these dudes can, like, take him. But, I, just, yeah, I just like him. He was there, tough gym yesterday. And he's like, yeah, when am I sitting? Well, when I'm sitting here tweeting, sometimes I don't even think people are reading my tweets. Yeah, nobody's reading your tweets. There's an ethics code, and that's definitely in the ethics code, that you don't tweet stuff like that about women or about your fellow fighters here in the UFC. There is nothing wrong with overhyping yourself. It's saying or tweeting dumb shit 
things that are inappropriate. The crazy part is he's been trying to hit Rhonda up. He wants to go train with Rhonda. And when you are going to send a tweet like with somebody you want to hang out with and train with, it just doesn't make sense. I don't expect people to be fucking rocket scientists over here. <laughs> fucking rocket scientists over here. Confusing to me. So you can't go on Twitter and say inappropriate things, but you can go and do interviews and say all the inappropriate things you want. Yeah, he a beast, man. I love this guy. Okay, These guys aren't going to find aren't going to go out and find a cure for cancer or anything. <laughs> he talking shit about his own employees, man. Anyway, I don't expect people to, to be fucking rocket scientists over here. These guys aren't going to go out and find a cure for cancer or anything. All I ask for a little common sense, just a little teeny bit of fucking common sense. Great job. Yeah, nobody's trying to fight Dana White. They're not trying to uh, see him in the ring. Um, Greg Schiano, there's a report saying he was behind the leaking of, jo- of, of Free- Josh Freeman being on the drug program. Man, he not seeing the end of the year, dog. I don't yeah. like that picture the way he grabbing Freeman head either. Dude, Greg Schiano is a disgusting human being. It's funny how he went from the darling of the world and, you know, he should leave Rutgers and he wouldn't leave for a while. So people were like, oh, he's even more noble staying at Rutgers even though he could leave. And now he's 0-6 this year, got rid of the only quarterback that was any worth a damn on the team. And uh, he out here t- in the streets putting people business out there illegally. He can't go back to college. Why not? Uh, I wouldn't go play for him. There's no way you recruit me for a guy that's going to leak personal information about me um, and make me look like an ass in front of all the media. He can't go back to college. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I think he will, and I think people won't care, but I know what you're saying. I, you couldn't recruit me. That's all I'm saying. And yeah, I wouldn't let my son play for him. He done. He done. But he he's not gonna make the end of the year. Yeah, I hope he doesn't. The NFL is considering more Thursday night games. Why? Just greedy, man. Just, I don't feel like they maximizing the money. They already have 13 games on Thursday night football, and most of the games are normally terrible. They're not played well. The players are obviously sore and banged up from last week. Yeah, they but they the keep game. having them. Yeah, it's not like it's not gonna make your it's not gonna make the product. It's not gonna get. I don't think it's gonna get the minimum money. I guess that's what I'm saying. And they're already disappointed with the ratings they have as is on the NFL Network. Because when you because even last night's game, I was like, "Fuck! I wish this game was over." And it's on a Thursday. Other shit is on, like regular TVs on. Um, I don't need to watch this one game. It's not special. They need I, if if I had my druthers, I'd do away with the Thursday night football game. Even like because I because I want you to because here's the thing like Monday and Tuesday night people are like fuck okay I know I'm be tired at work I've been drinking watching this football the rest of the week I'm gonna be good but then when you got Monday night Monday morning you can't get up right Tuesday morning you're not getting up then Friday morning that's three days out the week you, you <laughs> right. coming in late to work dog all because of some fucking football <laughs> right it's your job not having that they not people not they not they losing not see on Sundays at least they can get women viewers mm-hmm. and then some Monday nights they're gonna get the women viewers but women not watching it on Thursday night they lo- that's why they ratings down they losing half of their viewership. Right, they watch a scandal with me. 
Yep. Uh, I definitely watched Scandal last night for the first time. Yeah, it's good. Also, the one of the people they're talking to is like Apple and Google. So like, how? No, they don't got TV channels. How the fuck are we gonna watch that? Y'all have watch it. on my iPhone. Yep, they gonna stream it to the internet. Man, this shit's stupid. They don't need to do this. I can see Google really making that happen because Google got their hand in everything. But so Rick Riley wrote a column last week about the Redskins' name. In it, he quotes his father-in-law, who apparently is on the uh, like board for the Indian. Like he's an elder for like the Blackfoot idiot. Uh. Blackfoot Indians. And what's his name again? Scroll up to his picture. Rick Riley. <coughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see any Native American genes in him. I right. I'm yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But he used the I have a Native American father-in-law, mm-hmm. and he's okay with the name Redskins. So y'all need to shut up, card. Mm-hmm. And this Native American father-in-law wrote in Indian Country Today, "That's not what I said." And I tried to tell Rick to take that shit out and issue a retraction. He won't do it. So here's what I actually said. The racial slur Redskins is not okay with me. It's never going to be okay with me. It's inappropriate, damaging, and racist. In the memory of our Blackfeet relatives, it's time to change the name. That will honor us. That sounds sounds more accurate. Yeah. Does this dude still have a job? Yes, he still has a job. Um, Son, I, it's, the sad part is that people were using his column to go out and like spread the word that Redskins was okay with Indians. It's no way you could justify. I've never had a job I could show up to work, blatantly look at my supervisor and lie. <laughs> Come up with an inner office memo, send it out to everybody at the office about this lie. And still have a fucking job. It's not. It's no way possible. And as a journalist, that is your only job. Your word is the only thing that matters. I will say this though: if if the Redskins keep the name Redskins in their name, mm-hmm. I feel like they definitely need to do more within the um, Native American communities and reservations. That, um, I feel like that would almost be more insulting. You know what I mean? It'd be like the New York niggers are coming to Brooklyn to give out turkeys. It's like, fuck y'all, man. By more, I mean like monetarily. Like, oh, like if you're going to insult me, you're going to have to pay me for this Dude, insult. they just, honestly, if they want to keep the name, they need to just embrace the fact that it's racist and let it go. And never discuss it. <laughs> that's what, I mean, that's how you got to do it, man. Like... It's one of them times when you know you're wrong. Like when no, like sometimes in life when you know you're wrong, you just gotta go. I'm taking this L, but I'm gonna be okay with it. Whenever someone brings it up, hey, hey, Mr. Snyder, I want to talk to you about the disgusting racism and the history behind the name Redskins. No comment. Sir, sir, this is racism. I want to talk to you. I'm part Cherokee. No comment. What do you say to the Navajos that died because of no comment? I like That's hoes. it. Can you at least say I like hoes? Dude, you can't. <laughs> what you can't say is, listen, I have a father-in-law and he is Native American. And he said to me one day, I don't give a fuck about the Redskins, which means we can have a racist name. Okay, guys, calm down. 
he has spoken. <laughs> like, nah, man, you just got to take the L and be like, uh, it's racist. I don't know what to tell y'all. He got to do something. I feel like, I mean, I hear what you're saying. To address the issue, it just continues to uh, compound it and acknowledges that you are acknowledging it. But give some money out. Do His some. answer is never going to be good enough, show Justin. Thanksgiving to give out some turkeys. I mean, I mean, <laughs> give out some blankets. Some, <laughs> something. Yes, I said Thanksgiving and give out some turkeys. Give out some blankets, man. <laughs> something. Go smoke the peace pipe with them. Do something. This just took a turn for the worst. <laughs> I don't even know what we're doing here anymore. Oh, man. I'm just saying. this. That's the only way this could be worse if Rick Riley was quoting his father-in-law and it was like, he said, smoke them if you cut them. How? And I said, okay. Then he said, me not understand the white man. And I said, that's right, father-in-law. Your Indian brain is too stupid to understand. And I traded him some beads for a RG3 jersey. Now, I don't see what's wrong with that. We should keep the name. Uh Speaking of dumb, dumbass people, uh the fans booed Matt Schaub getting, uh for, for, um, I mean, they cheered Matt Shaw for getting hurt and coming out the game. And, of course, that's a very classless move, obviously. But uh I've never heard so many NFL players be hurt by this, man. Everybody was upset. And people like Shaw. And maybe he's an actual great guy, just not a great quarterback. Well, uh, they don't like him that much. They was running up on his house last week. That wasn't. I'm talking about the, the um, players weren't though. That was other fans. Oh, 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 yeah, I know what you I'm mean. His coworkers like him. Yeah, his coworkers like him. They, All right. They feel like he a good dude, man. He, listen, he he the quarterback that treats his linemen out to dinners, buy him nice gifts, uh, different things like that. Like he's that quarterback. So. Yeah, I don't know, dog. It's just he hurt. He said he heard his, he heard his ankle pop in and out of place. So. But he still thinks he can play this weekend. So if it went out and back in, he should be good. He thinks he can play this weekend. Man, I seen cats play with broken hands. Yeah. Let's talk about some NBA news. Allen Iverson is still to officially retire at October 30th, y'all. NBA almost back. Mm-hmm. We got a bunch of NBA news for us to cover today. I wonder if Iverson going to show up and watch a few of the practices. <laughs> Practice? Why would I watch practice? I mean, it's just, it's just watching the practice. How? See the team. Practice? We talking, we talking about practice. Maybe help out a few of the players. Not a game. Not a game. Practice. No, it's a game for your entertainment. Practice maybe to help the players, you know. How the hell I'm going to make my teammates better by practice? You know, give them a few pointers, show them what they, show the point guard, you know, what they doing wrong. We sitting here. I'm supposed to be a franchise player retiring, and we talk about practice. I mean, yeah, man, you know, Iverson is just, you know, coming to support the team. Let's support the team. My favorite part of that clip is when he starts laughing, when he just be like, (laughs) (laughs) and everybody has to laugh with him, kind of like, yeah, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, it is kind of stupid, isn't it? Like, the the practice really not going to make Tyrone Hill hit a jump shot. (laughs) Like, he still is going to suck at the end of this conversation. I mean, practice supposed to help Dwight Howard with his post moves, which I still haven't seen at the end of the preseason games. Yeah, waiting on him to pull those out with his dumb ass. Oh, wait, he's not stupid. My bad. 
but yeah, Allen Iverson, 11 time All-Star, finishes career average 26.7 points per game. Sixth best career scoring mark in league history. 38 years old. He will retire October 30th, man. Can I just say, uh, are you, like, what's your favorite Allen Iverson memory before he retires here? Uh, favorite Iverson memory? Mm-hmm. Basketball related? Either, either, any, anyone you want. Uh, I'm, I'm always go with him, him and before he went to Georgetown. At the bowling alley, beating up the Throw, throwing chairs. Um, it's a it's the cross between that and sending his wife outside naked. Allegedly, I, allegedly. I think my favorite Allen Iverson memory is gonna be the commercial where he does the move where he throws the ball behind his back and spins the other way and gets the ball. <laughs> that nigga had. Every short dude in America turning the ball over at the court the next day. Try to do that move. Throw that throw that ball out there and spin the other way. And the other, defender just catch the ball and go down the court and dunk it. I just knew you was going to say Terrell Lou. Oh, that's Tyra one of my Lou top. Oh, if we had like a, a the top five Iverson memories, uh, it's practice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Terrell Lou obviously getting signed. Mm-hmm. Um the you know the commercials he had some good ass commercials remember he had the locks in them and shit he did um those are dope joint crossover joint crossovers yeah that's probably number four and let me see another oh you did you ever remember when he dunked from the free throw line not free throw line somebody was shooting a free throw and oh um, yeah yeah the tip in yeah the nigga jumped like jumped up there and tipped that shit in that was his rookie year i think like shit like that man like he just, you know, and then I, if you ever got to sell the dude, see the dude in person, that's when you really start appreciating him. A lot of these people, you know, they never saw him in person, so they don't know. Like, they, they just think he's a spoiled asshole, shoots the ball too much. When you see him in person, you completely understand why his game was that way, and you appreciate the effort that he put into every play. And there was no better city for him to play in than Philadelphia. Man, the thing is, though, he only 38. I know. He, he didn't have to, to be the out the league. He doesn't have to be out the league, but he was such so stubborn. His game was just not something that could evolve, and it just. Man, uh, Jawan Howard wore a suit for three years. I know, man. It's one of the saddest things watching the way that he fell out of the league, man. Man, Iverson, listen, bro, go buy you some suits. I know you got some. Go get you some new, not the big suits like we used to wear. Allen Iverson closet ain't got no suits in it, dog. I'm sure of it. Man, he still got them big suits from when he was rookie, rookie season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was the problem with the dress code. Like, he was the reason that the dress code had to compromise and be like, well, just some jeans, damn it, okay? And that's why I'm suggesting go get him some suits. Mm-hmm. Preferably Juwan Howard's. They might be a little expensive, though, so, you know, you might can't. But get you some suits. Get on a team out like Minnesota out there somewhere with, with, with Cousins. I'm sure they will accept you. Memphis, mm-hmm. the Grizzlies will accept them. Um, I want to state. I want to see him man of God. I want to see him as an assistant coach trying to conduct the practice. <laughs> no, How good would that be? No, he won't be at any of the practices. Nah, here's a here's what here's what would be this would be great, Justin. If this motherfucker had to conduct practice for the first time in his life, and then during the press conference, he was like, 
Oh, that's what y'all meant. <laughs> it does make people better. I was trying to tell them if we like run through some of these plays like in a trial rehearsal or a scripted format of some type, it might help when we have to do these things in the game. I didn't understand the concept. Nope, he he, he can't come to practice. He'll only do actually he'll only show up for game activities. He only but I I still would love the I I love the idea of Allen Iverson getting it at forty. You know what I'm saying? Like at forty years old he's like Man, that's a child man. <laughs> so you like shoot around and shit before the game? No, when he be in a suit saying this or will he still be <laughs> in the white tee? Yeah, the, I'm, I'm imagining him in the, in, in the, remember when he used to wear the hoodies and the jogging pants? <laughs> yes. I'm imagining him in that shit. Does he curl his braids back out? Yeah, braids back out in my mind. Yep. Oh, uh, that'll be too cool. That nigga used to wear jogging pants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are so ignorant. You are coming from practice or game. You want to be comfortable, <laughs> dude. He would be injured, and his suit, like his clothes, would be jogging pants and a big ass chain and a hoodie. I'm like, I was, you know, they're gonna fucking take away the dress code because you <laughs> like <laughs> talking about the dress code. I'm like, come on, man. man. Memphis, man, listen, don't retire. If anybody can get this to Iverson, we support him. Don't retire. Go back to Memphis. They'll accept you. Toronto. They'll accept you. Orlando, you can work out with Jameer Nelson. I mean, they had your boy from uh, Washington after the gun incident. Orlando will accept you. <laughs> hey, don't you feel like Iris's excuse for everything is the same as the practice switch? <laughs> like, uh, Alan, um... I was going through your pants pockets and I noticed several phone numbers in them um, and a couple of condom wrappers that were open already and the condoms were gone. I just want to know, are you cheating? We talking about cheating? <laughs> cheating. Yes, Alan, I just want to know if you're cheating on me. Uh, I'm, I feel like there's a lot of evidence piling up. And I feel like, you know, maybe you could you could be more faithful as a husband. We're talking about cheating. Not not fucking other people that that people actually do. Like people actually go out to the club and have sex in beds and hotels with. Not the lights being not dope. that. We talking about some cheating. Not a roof over your head. Over phone numbers. How the hell are I supposed to make our marriage better by cheating? Hmm. Then she started laughing. He started laughing for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, uh, I know she didn't take the dish. You didn't do the dishes uh, tonight. Um, could you just, you know, do those dishes before you come to bed, please? Because you know I cooked the whole meal. Dishes. We talking about dishes? Not the meal that you actually like slave over the oven and cook. We talking about dishes. Not the dishwasher. Right. That washes the dishes. Dishes. You talking about me doing the dishes. I'm sitting here. I'm eating a good meal. I'm supposed to be the husband. And we talking about dishes. How the hell I'm supposed to keep my hands dry and wash dishes? How the hands that they play basketball. The hands that pay all the bills in the house. 
How the hell can I make our relationship better by dishes? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, man. You think that's what he said when he was in court? Right. Over over throwing chairs? He need a reality show. (laughs) How the hell... How the hell I'm supposed to start a ride throwing chairs (laughs) when I'm there to bowl? (laughs) We talking about a riot? I'm there to bowl. Not the... Not the bowling, not the pins <laughs> that I actually knocked down to score points. We talking about throwing chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm supposed to be the, Nash, the, the the Virginia player of the year, and we're here talking about chairs. I'm trying to add up my scorecard. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how much it is to add this spell uh, with my last frame. <laughs> And we talking about riots. We talking about riots. <laughs> Come on, man. How the hell I'm supposed to make other people <laughs> fight other people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I need this shit to be a reality show. Just him going around ranting on people every time they bring something up. I can't. I feel like I wouldn't like him after the reality show. Oh, man. Like T.I., I just. Yeah, he got too corny. Greg Oden, da da da, <laughs> held out of practice. <laughs> Nigga, damn. Are we even in the season yet? How are you already missing practice, man? I told y'all. <laughs> the doctor. We told y'all that them practices counted, man, as games. Everybody was laughing. Oh, Ron and Justin being silly again. <laughs> they don't never know what they're talking about. Yo. With the doctor, I guarantee you the doctor called the NBA doctor was like, look, <laughs> I've been working with Greg. You know I helped perform the surgeries. You can't have him out there practicing if you want him to play more than 10 games. This hey, dog, this is how the call went. Uh, ring, ring. Hello. Hello. Hey, this is uh, Dr. Uh, this is Dr. Ann James Andrews. Uh, I was calling to speak to Pat Rowley real quick. Oh, how you doing? How you doing, Dr. Andrews? Oh, hey, Pat. Um, yeah, I just, uh, was calling to check on, uh, Greg Oden, see what his status is, you know, see how he's doing, uh, how everything's working out with the knee. Uh, what, what's he up to? Oh, he's doing fine. You know, he's, you know, he's getting out, stretching with the team. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, doing some wind sprints. Uh, wind sprints? Oh, okay. That's a little. Been at a few practices. What? Um, <laughs> what? He did what? Practice? Yeah, just about, just, no! Just 10 practices. You ten? Know. Oh my god! We had a morning practice. Stop, stop this immediately. Hang up the phone, run down to the facility, and get his ass off the court immediately. Oh, oh. We talked about this no more than 10 hours of basketball per year. Wait, wait, wait. Well, I thought you meant like just. No! Just a year, game, Pat. Just live game action. No, any action of basketball, even playing NBA 2K, he is not allowed to play NBA 2K as himself for more than ten hours in a year. I mean, well, we didn't have him for summer league. No, mm, I don't care, Pat. You need to listen. I mean, we, do you want him to make it through the season or not? I mean, it's just how it's many like, practices has he practiced? I mean, well, it's just been a few. You know, the morning practice. Oh you know, Lord, no! We, oh <laughs> God, game film. Oh God! Then, you know we this is what, some, oh, we this worse than I drills. thought. We run through some drills, get acclimated with the playbook. That that's all. That's all. Listen, just, right now, 
It's just it's just five days a week. We it's my even, medical opinion. We don't even right have now. them going seven days a week. Just five days a week. What are we about? Four 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 days in the preseason. It's my medical opinion right now that he can play one game this season. Just you pick the see you pick the game, and I'm counting the postseason. So you can wait to the game seven of the finals. I'm saying practice isn't important. The Bills camaraderie. Yeah, acclimated. With I understand you. that. What it does is break down knees. It breaks down his knees. You got you've used up nine hours I mean, of the ten said, hours of basketball for the year. He said five surgeries. Uh, he seemed pretty healthy. <laughs> right. uh, we didn't do the team physical like we normally do because we we felt like his time his you know his year and a half off away from basketball he's completely healthy. He, he just needs to get back in shape. That's all through and practice. We thought we'd do this. Listen, I told y'all not. You know what? Fuck it, Pat. If this is how you want to pay him his money, that's fine. But just know that I told you. Okay, he's a show pony, not a grow pony. So, I mean, if we if we practice just a few more times, nah, can't if, practice. Go ahead, do what the fuck you want. You gonna do it anyway, Pat? Just uh, just make sure you keep sending the checks. I'll do the surgery again. I'll, I could use another five hundred thousand dollars. It's fine. So, so you're saying that if if he continues to practice, he can't play in the game. Uh, I'm saying he can't play in the games now because you practice them right now. But, but like you can get one game this season. But when we signed, if his agent said that, you know, yeah, don't listen the, to that the, motherfucker. The surgeries went well, <laughs> right? That's a, what agents do. He missed the game, the love of the game, and I'm his doctor. You know what else he misses? All the ligaments in his knee. So keep it, keep it real with me, Doctor Dan. You know, keep it real with me. What what am I looking at here? What? Uh, you're looking at thirty to forty minutes of game time this season. Pick <laughs> pick your boys and how you want to play the minutes. You can split it up three minutes a game ten times. You know, you could do 40 minutes in game seven of the finals. But that's all you're going to get, and he's definitely going to get injured on the court again. <laughs> so just let you know right now. I can hold it on He's going to get hurt in live game action on national TV. Pat, you know Pat Rallo would be like, wait, it's 40, he can get 40 minutes a game? <laughs> Pat, Pat out there testing it already. <laughs> Two days after he had his first five-on-five workout. <laughs> He has he is missing practice uh, since starting his comeback attempt with the Heat. His highlight Monday was blocking a shot by LeBron James, <laughs> which probably made all his ligaments explode on contact. <laughs> he fell down immediately. The trainers had to run out. <laughs> he was like, "Get that out of here!" My knees now. Nah, what a world! What a world! Take LeBron dropped down and said, "Dad, <laughs> Dad father." <laughs> like, look like the oldest caveman in basketball. <laughs> Them niggas are like they from the future or something. <laughs> oh, man. I've been reincarnated several times. Otis said, this has been three years for me. As long as it's no surgery, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a long season. I'm going to get there. No, you're not. No, no you're not. And it's not going to be long at all for you. It's going to be a very short season <laughs> for Greg Oden. Now He's trying to get that Jawan Howard uh, reign. The difference is, Jawan can actually go get you several games. Right, if he needs to. Yep. 
I was hoping it didn't swell up, but it did. But, well, hey, what can you do about it? Next thing you do is get the swelling back down, get out there and figure out what I can do and not let it swell again. Uh, you cannot play. <laughs> yeah. How about, the only thing you can do, actually. How about giving that roster spot to someone else, like a young guy fresh out of college who needs the money? Yeah. Well, looks like he's going to need the money, too. You know, not with the, his knees. You know, not the Benito, uh, his situation. <laughs> But uh, this guy, man, as old as he looks, he should be able to file for retirement. He really should, man. And his knees. He should have a joint. Of his age. He should have a joint savings account (laughs) (laughs) for his joints. Man, what he needs to do is just buckle down, (laughs) get on a a good exercise program. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just to keep him healthy. But at the same time where he doesn't use any of his lower ligaments. Yeah, that's true. Um, the Nets retiring Jason Kidd's number five jersey. So he can coach and his jersey still not retired yet? Yeah. How is that going to work? Are they going to retire it as he's coaching? Has anybody ever done that before? I don't know, but the Nets look good last night preseason game. Nigga, they old. Of course they look good and now. I, and I know it's preseason. But yeah, they old. I'm not even getting hype about them till May. But I, this is not my first preseason game seeing them. Plumley, I don't see um what's Kim Kardashian old husband, Chris Humphreys. Yeah, Humphreys. Plumley like a better version of him. Like he like the Dennis Rodman, Rasheed. I mean not Rasheed Wallace, but on um, what's the Wallace with the afro? Ben. Uh, ben Wallace like like five point Like he, we know he doesn't give a fuck about his body. Mm-hmm. He goes after every loose ball, but he is a big ass fucking. Dude. Well, I know they were talking about basically not giving up on him, and a lot of people were shitting on his draft prospects. But as somebody that watched the ACC basketball a little bit last year, I didn't understand why people were kind of down on that dude. I thought Plumlee was okay. Like he seemed like the kind of dude that'll make a good pro, not not a star, but just a dude that's like a big body. He's athletic, and he could just go, you know, do do shit like you said, rebound, block shots. Like he don't need to like. Be some type of offensive juggernaut. Yeah, yeah. You don't want him trying to shoot um, three pointers out there, but yeah. you do want somebody that will set a hard fucking pick to get Deron Williams open, and then roll to the basket and get any rebound that comes loose. I really didn't get all the hate on that dude. To be, I mean, a hundred percent honest. Like I would, t- and Duke fans were like some of the main culprits of it too, because I'll be like. Well, shit, y'all, because they'd be like, we don't have any good players. I'm like, y'all got Plumlee? Like, that dude looks pretty good to me. Like, he, he's a problem. Wasn't Sean May drafted in the top 10? Uh, he might have been number 13. Right, like, but Plumlee can't get a job? Yeah. I don't understand what people, I don't know. But you know what? I'm the kind of person that doesn't know that much about college basketball, so maybe I, I just missed the games where he was terrible, but... Every time I watched him, I was like, yeah, that dude going to be a good pro. And people be like, no, he's not. He's terrible. Like, if you say so. So, Brooklyn Nets retired Jason Kidd's jersey. Dwight Howard saw it and got jealous. And he's upset because the Magic won't retire his number 12 jersey. And they letting rookies wear it and shit now. (laughs) I mean, you mad, Dwight? That is low-key disrespectful. Like that's a very passive aggressive move. Like it's it's like you break up with your girlfriend and then she gives your shirt to her new man. I mean, you can't really be mad if 
He can't be mad, I don't think. Mm-hmm. He did nothing but shit on that agency. Like he like he was the he was the boyfriend that continuously cheated on that girl. <laughs> Fucked her friends, hollered at her sister, you know what I'm saying, disrespected her mama, cussed the mama out, you know what I'm saying, would punch her, head butter her in the face, like all those things. He was that boyfriend. Now he mad because she moved on and somebody else got keys to the house. Yeah, I guess I just don't see it that way because I don't think what he did when he left was so evil that everybody keeps painting it that way. But, I mean, man, once he hugged, the truth of the matter is he didn't want to be there. And that's just something that fans are never going to get over. He still gave him an extra year when he shouldn't have, too. It's not that with me. For mm-hmm. me, it was the whole going to the front office and being like, you got to get Stan ass up out of here. Like, this will help me make me want to stay, but you got to get Stan the fuck up out of here. Yeah, I don't like Stan Van Gundy anyway, so. But then to hug up on him and be like, me and Stan are great. I love Stan. Oh, oh, okay. I know what you say. That's if you believe those reports, though. Because what people don't bring up about that clip, Stan Van Gundy was talking shit about Dwight before Dwight walked over. No, he sure was. And Dwight had no idea. But Stan was talking shit about him because he had just got the report that Dwight asked me to get the fuck out of town. Yeah, if it's true. The other thing is, too, how you going to shit on your boy, Jamil? Y'all came in the league together. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be best friends on the team, and mm-hmm. you like, fuck that team. <laughs> fuck Jamil. Because niggas want to win championships and shit. It's nah. a cold world, bro. Even Kobe. But he's not Kobe. You're right. Because Kobe would be like, don't trade Derek. Right. That's what Kobe do. Um, speaking of Derek... Derrick Rose says the Pacers are no longer the rival of the Bulls. It's all about the Miami Heat. I didn't know the Pacers and Bulls had a rivalry. I'm assuming did the Pacers put them out last year without Derrick Rose? I mean, everybody puts the Bulls out other than two years ago. Other than that one year, everybody's put them out. Well, he says people say that it's a rivalry, but I don't really see it. I say the team that is more like a rivalry is when Derek Collison was on the team. That one was more like a rivalry. But when the team is a great team, they've already proven themselves last year by making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. If anything, my problem by probably in a year or two, it could become a rival. But right now, people say it's a rival. I just don't see it that way. I like that the word is rivalry, and he yeah. just keeps saying rival. Yeah, if anything, they would have beef with Cleveland. And that would just go back to the Jordan era. Yeah, I don't get uh, it. Maybe Detroit. You know what I mean? When Detroit yeah. had the Jordan rules, I could see the Bulls still harboring some ill, you know, some ill will towards that. But other than that, you just mad at LeBron because he shut you down. Yeah, let me just say this, though. Um, I don't know that he's right. Pacers could still beat the Bulls, even with a healthy Derrick Rose. I could see it happening. So... I just I had to think about that for a second because I was like he probably right, but now that I think about it, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure that Derrick Rose uh, and the Bulls are better than the Pacers. Yeah, Granger back. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I'm not sure about that shit at all. The Pacers look nice. It's- so the Miami Heat called out the Celtics because they were talking shit about Ray Allen betraying the team and going to Miami, but then they all went to the Nets. So he called him out. Yep. I, at, at first, I was actually agreeing with LeBron and some of the Heat, you know, and some of the other commentators. But I actually kind of disagree with that. Why? And the reason why is because when they went to Boston, they actually all talked about it like, yo, you going to Boston? 
Yeah, I'm going to Boston. Right, I go to Boston if you go. Cool. Well, let's all go. We're gonna let's go to Boston and make this thing happen. Paul, you gonna stay in Boston? Yeah, I'm staying. If y'all coming, I'm staying. But when Ray left, nobody knew. Ray could have been like, "Look, I ain't staying, man. Like I'm out." Ray knew they couldn't come, so he did them a favor and saved them a goodbye. But he could have. I understand they couldn't go to Miami. But he could have said, I'm not staying. They found out in the he news. He want to hang out with them old niggas. <laughs> they found out in the news just like Doc. He probably was threatening to punch Paul Pierce in his fat ass mouth and shit. Probably got crazy in there. Uh, Garnett and Pierce responded to LeBron talking about their loyalty. KJ sa- KG says, tell LeBron to worry about Miami. It has nothing to do with Celtics business. <laughs> thought it was gonna insult his woman or something you know then he said his woman tastes like honey nut crunch (laughs) (laughs) tastes like golden grams name some delectable beer that they mainly sell down though (laughs) but yeah i don't know um like crepes yeah when they asked him about the uh about oh they asked paul pierce he said i left boston Pierce said when asked for Jay's comments, clearly noted that he had been dealt by the Celtics and didn't leave as a free agent. So he's like, hey, I got traded. I didn't just leave like Ray Allen did. I'm sure he had that no trade clause. He could have been yeah. like, fuck it. You know they went in that office and demanded that trade. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga try to act innocent. You know, they was like, get me out of here. You know, Danny Ainge is not shy about calling people out. Mm-hmm. Just so he could be like, see, LeBron, but you come up here. We'll take care of you. They yeah. asked to be traded. We traded them. Yeah. But, yeah, he uh, he said, I think the first thing I thought was, wow, Ray got killed for leaving Boston. And now these guys are leaving Boston. I think it's okay. I didn't mind it. But there are a couple. Of, there were a couple of guys who basically shit on Ray for leaving, and now they're leaving. That's the nature of the, beast, of the business, man. I don't know about uh, what Boston was going through at the end of the day. I know Ray had to make the best decision for his family uh, and his career. Doc, uh, Rivers, KG, and Paul did what that as well. We can't criticize someone who's doing something that's best for their family. Man, not one ring, not mm-hmm. two rings, not three. You get some rings, boy, you start to talk a little more. Apparently so, man. I will say I like this cocky LeBron, though. I, I'm a big fan. Cause you notice that, that first ring, he was, you know, he was celebrating, talking a little bit. The second ring, man, LeBron, it's just stank, don't it? Yeah, that shit stank. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he got chill like that now. Kellen Winslow got hit with a four game ban for drugs, uh, not the legal, you know, the the enhancement kind. But he's a fucking warrior. They will try to take his legs out. He take his legs off. Remember when he did that interview at that locker room? It's like, like Kelly, he was all excited for no reason. Try to take my legs out, take their legs out! I'm a warrior! Yeah. Like, like, this dude is crack, on some shit. Crack, crack how did, flat. yeah, how did anybody know he wasn't, he was on some shit right then? Like, that, you know, I was like, yo, this. They knew. Yeah. Oh, they knew. I wonder if I can find that clip one uh, online. Uh, Okay, here it is. Let me see if I can play it. Yeah, he's like, I'm a soldier. Also, a moment to create a little controversy in this game. Kevin Winslow Jr. will throw a terrific block on Tennessee's Corey Campbell and actually gets a couple of volunteers on this play. 
He sort of stood over Campbell afterwards, who was injured, and after the game, the post-game media sessions, Winslow was asked if he realized that Campbell had been injured on the play. Down on the... Yeah. Give a hell. It's about this you. By the way, that is a classic black dude that hangs out with white people move. <laughs> that cuss word was wrong as shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a hell. <laughs> yeah, I give a hell. It's about this you, man. I don't give a flying, you know what, about it, a ball. I don't give a damn. He'd do the same thing to me. It's war. They don't give a freaking, you know what, about you. They will kill you. They're out there to kill you. So I'm going to kill them. You, you write that in the paper. You write that. You make money off that. No, man, I'm pissed. All y'all take this down. I'm pissed, man. We don't care about nobody except this you. We don't. We know. If I didn't hurt him, he'd hurt me. They're gunning for my legs. I'm going to come right back at him. F***ing soldier. <laughs> I'm a soldier. So good. I'm a soldier. <laughs> Yo, he, oh, um, so good. The gift that keeps on giving. How but think yeah, he on his SATs. I don't give a hell how he did on his SATs. All I know is, uh, of course, a that dude's on performance has his drugs. How do you not watch that clip and go, he clean? He's on something. <laughs> Man, he clearly was ra- r- r- raging. He right wanted here. to cuss so bad. I don't give a flying flip <laughs> what worked, they say. He just worked his own self up. Yeah. What was he still angry about? The question the was, was like, over. the question was like, did you know you, you heard him? Yeah. I don't give a hell. Give a flying flip. They probably won the game. The game was over. What was he angry? <laughs> he should have been thinking about, yeah, we just won. TV, we're about to go home, get on these groupies. Yeah. Uh, Michael Beasley, <laughs> back with the heat, <laughs> had to get medical treatment after a preseason game against the Pistons. Um, the team says it wasn't for a self-inflicted punch. Why would the team need to say that? Because, <laughs> did you see the highlight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know what happened. I'm just saying. I'm just setting up some suspense here. Can I say basketball back? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I, that's this almost the type of football being back. This spaz punched himself in the fucking head, man. And hard. Hard enough that I do believe that is what the bruise came from. <laughs> he gave himself a concussion. Yeah, they try to act like, oh, it was from when he got elbowed. It was like, show the clip. Concussed. Show the clip when he got elbowed. Concussed. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Nigga knocked himself out. Think Pat Riley rethinking these uh, off-season uh, signings? Yeah. Pat, <laughs> Pat somewhere like, nah, Pat, you know what? Pat's so confident he thinking he diabolical. But who? He like, see, they never would have suspected Greg Oden and Michael Beasley. <laughs> Spo is the really, Spo is the one that's really right now like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Like, Spo like, like, I gotta coach this shit. I got one nigga that had to sit out after two practices. <laughs> and another I'm motherfucker. Practice, Pat. <laughs> right. And another motherfucker punching himself in his fucking head. Hard. Uh, look, Spo, the, the hardest thing Spoelstra had to deal with up to this point was managing minutes. Mm-hmm. And last minute plays. Convincing D-Wade that it's LeBron's team. Yep. 
and trying not to wear the same suit that Juwan would wear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Those are his biggest challenges. Now look at him. Now he got to contest with this. Birdman, free, you know what I mean? Like it's and now he might relapse because he don't know probation no more. Like it's <sighs> I watched the spoke. I watched the video and it does look like I knocked the mess out of myself. I had everybody in the world calling me asking, Why are you so crazy? <laughs> That's not a sign, bro. It's not a sign. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins apologized to the Thunder for being a distraction because he got a misdemeanor assault charge. Not uh, quiet, boy. Allegedly, he punched a woman and her brother outside of a Houston nightclub in July. Not Deacon uh, Perkins. <laughs> Deacon. Deacon, Fon- Deacon Perkins. <laughs> Not the quiet, boy. <laughs> Deacon Perkins serving them two purposes. Atkins' flood of breaking arms was the reality of the Deacon Jones head slap. The head slap was <laughs> one was to give myself an initial head start on the fast rush. In other words, an extra step. Because anytime you go upside a man's head or a woman, and they have a tendency to blink the eyes or close the eyes, and that was all I needed. David Deacon Jones was a defensive end whose head slap maneuver helped him intimidate offensive linemen to the point where he often encountered little resistance on his way to the quarterback. That's right, y'all. Oh, quiet boy. Kendrick Perkin Jones. He he really was a quiet boy back in the day, though, wasn't he? Uh, I don't know, man. But apparently he's slapping men and <laughs> they sisters yeah, he, outside the club. See, being a basketball player, you serve two purposes. Who goes to a club with they sister, though? Who goes to anywhere with Kendrick Perkins? That's true. While he apologized for the strategies, Perkins did not shed any details on this incident. I hate for it to be going on right now, just on the simple fact that I'm sorry for the organization and my teammates to have to deal with it, along with myself, just to hear the news. Uh, but I can't really comment on it at this moment. I would love to, but I can't. So I'm just coming in and going to work and just trying to stay focused. I'm trying not to be slap happy. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he would have... They were like, so what exactly uh, happened there that you, you know, would, you know, had go through something like this? Atkins' flood of breaking arm. Well. Reality of the Deacon Jones head slap. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick, let me ask you something. Why would, what would be going on outside a club that you would need to slap a man and his sister uh, to get a domestic, you know, an assault charge? The head slap was to do two purposes. One, okay, go. What What are the two purposes, uh, Kendrick? One was to give myself an initial head start on the pass rush. In other words, a extra. Pa- wait, a pass rush outside the club? What? Trying to get to the dance floor. <laughs> yeah. What? What? What kind of rush? Okay. Extra step. Because anytime you go upside a man's head, or well, what about the sister? Oh. And they have a tendency to blink the eyes or close the eyes, and that was all I needed. <laughs> they was out there blinking and closing them eyes in front of the he should just explain this like one of the water boy scenes i was trying to high five and slap hands mm-hmm. slap hands got the good dance move and you know this, this is what happened yep i thought i was with teammates of the tall people but you know man this is crazy the people he slapped oh man makita cotton 
and Jaquinen Cotton. Think he asked him a joke prior to slapping him? Well, what did the five figures say to his face? Yeah, I mean, but he, and because, you know, he never smiles, they thought he was, they know when he's smiling. Like right, they couldn't tell it's a joke. Yep. McKetta Cotton told police she and her brother were leaving the Houston nightclub Knox. Well, they got knocked upside their heads when their car and another burnt backed into each other. Cotton says she went to talk to the male driver when a female from the vehicle got out and confronted her as if to fight. Cotton says she calmed the woman down, but then the Alpaw uh, exited the car and pushed her saying, that's my cousin. Makita Cotton's brother, Jakeen Cotton, then got out of their car to check on his sister. He told police that Perkins, a passenger in the other vehicle, punched him in the head. Makita Cotton, meanwhile, told police that Perkins punched her in the face with a closed fist. And he had a, like a man. Mm-hmm. I guess he was equal rights and equals lefts. Another one. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this is why y'all listen. <laughs> <laughs> knows what show like this uh another woman in the vehicle with cottons said uh al paul elbowed her in the throat knocking her unconscious all three alleged victims say a group of people then kicked them repeatedly while they were on the ground god damn whoo that's some kingpin shit man uh i think we already talked about that poor little kendrick uh, Rob Gronkowski is, uh, cleared to play, man. His, his mama came out and told everybody he was dying to play. His mama, dog. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, bro. He, he does practice well. You a grown man, dog. Your <laughs> mama can't be out here talking about some. He trying, y'all. He, he dying to play. I mean. No, mama. Sit down and shut up and serve my chunky noodle soup. He said that. Shut the fuck up, mom. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be doing interviews, mom. Shut up, Janice. <laughs> Don't tell me when to play, Janice. You fucking cunt. I'll, <laughs> I'll call the news station, whore. You know what? R's fucked up, right? <laughs> this is why dad left you, Janice. <laughs> oh, man. You fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> You're, what a bitch, mom. Why you have to be a bitch? All the time. Bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> he reminds me like he would act like Cartman from South Park in real life. Yo, Blake Griffin says the Clippers are done with Lob City. So so you just done being so, good? You done winning? <laughs> <laughs> One good so, season, y'all quit? So you done scoring in double digits, you no <laughs> post move having motherfuckers? Too much, too much pressure? Hmm? The owner was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't, I don't want to be good. You done with jump shots uh, or what, bruh? Cause, um, Live City gonna have to continue until your ass get some point, some post ups and some set shots. And, uh, I don't see it happening. Should have been down there at Houston practicing their moves with Elijah Wine while he was, um, yeah, already, he already got his check. <laughs> yeah, he should have went and got some, well, nah, nah. I was gonna say get some free ones, but no way a Nigerian <laughs> doing any shit for free. You gotta have to pay for them lessons. Hey, he gonna have to do something. Yeah, he had to figure it out. But yeah, that live city being done, I I believe it when I see it. Yeah, why would he? Why would he set himself up for failure like that? Yeah, that it makes no sense because he has. Maybe he's never seen film with his post moves. 
<laughs> right, he think they good. <laughs> like, I'm just going to do these moves, man. Everybody's like, nah, man, you should probably stick with Lob City, yeah, bro. Not, not those moves. Yeah. The other move where you go to the rim without the ball. Yeah, you know. Catch it in the air. Nah, man, I'm, this seems pretty good to me. I'm going to work on my triple pump fake four-step move. Like, all right, dude. Uh, It's time. Got to do it. Hey, Mamba. That's right. Kobe Bryant back in the news. Kobe Bryant is often compared to some of the greatest players in NBA history, but in what he describes as the last chapter of his storied career, Bryant hopes to mirror someone who has never played professional basketball. Floyd Mayweather Jr. Greatest of all time. Money Mayweather. The 35-year-old Los Angeles Lakers star who is attempting to bounce back from Achilles surgery compared himself to Mayweather in a recent interview with Sports Illustrated. Maybe I don't have as much explosion, Bryant told the magazine. Maybe I'll be slower. Maybe I'll lose quickness. But I have some other, I have other options. It's like Floyd Mayweather in the ring. There's a reason he's still at the top after all these years. He's the most fundamentally sound boxer of all time. He can fight a myriad of styles and a myriad of tempos. He can throw fast punches or off-speed punches, and he can throw them from odd angles. Mayweather 36 remained unbeaten in his 45 career fights and his victory last month over Canelo Alvarez. Bryant suffered a torn left Achilles tendon in April and is also nurturing an injured right knee. The Lakers have not provided a timetable for when the former MVP will return to game action. Um, yeah, so he said it's the last chapter. The book is going to close. I just haven't determined how many pages are left. Going to miss that dude when he's gone. Man, here's the other thing, though. It's news about Kobe every single week, new and mm-hmm. fresh. And every, every time week. it gets better. No other player we could do this with. Um, I have self doubt. I have insecurity. I have fear of failure. I have nights when I show up at the arena and I'm like, my back hurts, my feet hurt, my knees hurt. I don't have it. I just want to chill. We all have self doubt. You don't deny it, but you also don't capitulate to it. You embrace it. You rise above it. All this from a guy who never went to college. Kobe system. But y'all, but you, but you mandatory have to go to school, right? Be successful in life. And you know what Kobe's into? Practice. Mm-hmm. Not just the game, but also practice. This has been another episode of Balls Deep, man. We'll be back again next week, man. Thank y'all so much for checking us out. We appreciate everybody uh, that came to watch the show live in the chat room and stuff like that. That's awesome of you guys. Um, and uh, actually, we got one question in the chat room before we get out of here. Uh, Terry says... Have you ever played fantasy basketball? Is it any fun? Yes, I have played it. It is terrible. It is not fun at all. It's not nearly as easy as fantasy football, and it kind of sucks. So, yeah. Uh, the other thing is, it'll make you not like some of your favorite players, right? And like, you have to micromanage everything. It's you know, you have to look at it pretty much every day. The leagues where you set it up for the week, a lot of times. Like, cause they have some leagues that look at it like football where you just set your roster at the beginning of the week. But then it, that shit can be unfair cause some dudes have five games in a week. Other dudes have two or three. Yep. Um, it's just not good. And I, I wouldn't play it if I was you. Yeah. It's other int- intricacies behind it as well. Some, a lot of guys, you don't even know they're not playing cause it'll be a game time decision and you like, fuck all the news said he was fine. Yeah. One of the reasons I hate Sean Marion is cause of fantasy basketball. 
Like I, he would be one of the number one player in fantasy basketball back in his day. And then when I actually saw him play, I was like, the fuck is this shit? That's how he been getting these numbers? Fuck this dude. Yeah, it's, it's other things. They count free throw percentage. Um, they count shooting percentage. So even though you might have a guy that scores 18, averaging 25 points a night, if his shooting percentage is low 40s, uh, low 30s, you like, you losing points at this. Exactly, man. I remember I one year I had Kobe and I was losing. I said, fuck this. <laughs> like this nigga, I, I in just, real life, if I had this team against a real life team of the other people, my team would win every game. Man, I had to trade Kobe. Yeah, that hurt. I had, I had to. Mm-hmm. I had to trade Kobe, but I got him for, like, I, that's what made me start looking at shoot percentage. Mm. Prior to that, I only looked at points in the game. Makes sense. That's what made me not like, um, Carmelo. Yeah, I don't like him either. Um, all right, man. Uh, Carmelo gonna be a free agent. I forgot to mention that earlier in the, in the, um, episode, but, uh, I, that's also cause I don't care. I just want to laugh in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Knicks fans, y'all thought y'all had a star. Now look at you. I mean, they still got Amari if his knees. Yeah. That's why Carmelo said they want Amari back. Yeah. Between J.R. Swift and Amari, you got two knees that work. <laughs> All right, man. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.